0: Hello and welcome to So You Think You Can Fan It. I'm your host, the birthday boy, Sergio, celebrating my 23rd birthday on the podcast, uh, with my good friends, Michael, Jake, Matt, and Kai me, the second. Yippee! 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 Happy
1: birthday!
2: Happy birthday! Ooh, 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 birthday. Ooh, 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 birthday. <laughs>
1: You know, Sergio, uh, I already got you a gift, but I wanted to get you another gift. It's a very special gift, and I you think I think everyone gift. here can enjoy it. Yes, it's called, uh, if you're listening to this episode of the podcast and you enjoy what you hear afterwards, make sure that you follow us, rate us highly on whatever social media thing that you're listening to us on. Follow us on Twitter, at S-Y-T-Y-C Fanon. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to like, comment, and do whatever you need to do to boost us up in the analytics, because... The nicest gift that you can give all of us, no matter what day it is, and especially on today, even though it will be very delayed, is to, you know, spread the word and help us out. Yeah, exactly. So that's my gift to you, Sergio. It's a call to action for everyone else to boost us in the analytics because it makes you feel good to see number go up. Sergio,
3: I also got you a birthday present. It's a big, wet, sloppy kiss on the mouth. Come here.
1: Oh, come on, dude. Why can't you give me a big, wet, sloppy
3: kiss on the mouth? It's not your birthday, Michael. I can't give (laughs) you a
1: kiss. (laughs) It's my birthday every day now. (laughs) It's my birthday every day now.
3: If it gets me a big, wet, sloppy kiss, (laughs) then every day is my birthday. Oh, okay. Well, so before we read...
0: I was gonna say, I actually, I was actually pretty, uh, uh, well, I woke up overwhelmed with birthday messages to the point where about, like, like around noon, I was getting a little tired of people adding uh-huh. me in servers that it was in my birthday. Because I had, like, because I'm in, like, six different SCP servers, and there were at least eight people adding me to tell me happy birthday, and then I woke up, and there was, like, a billion DMs from people saying happy birthday, and I'm like, I'm i I
3: switched it up. Today. I switched it up this year. I messaged you just the word "birthday" at 6 a.m. and then went back to bed.
1: Look, I, I at least, you know, wanted to draw you something, so you at least got something out of it instead of just like birthday Mario GIF. What'd you draw? Oh, I, I, I drew, I drew Maria Johnston and uh, our good, our good pal Wubble presenting Maria Johnston a little cupcake. Uh, they the Wubbles should um give maria
3: johnson a gun i forgot to send this to you on your on on your birthday sergio but pretend i did originally <laughs> the song yes, i send sir. you every ev- the song that i send everybody every year the epic happy birthday song
1: it's your
3: birthday today sergio that's the one. That's, that's the one yeah. The only people who can't be sent it is probably Kai, because I don't think there's a Kai. I don't think, because it's for names, probably I don't not. think there's one for Kai. And there's not one for Jacob with a K. So That's I can't stupid. get it. So just oh. by sending it to everybody, no one will ever be able to send it to me. I think we can pay for it, right? Um. Okay, do you want to pay Epic Happy Birthdays to get a, to get a yeah. video that they've probably already made with one different letter?
1: Yeah, I'm sure it would probably be cheaper if we asked them, you know.
3: So, before we start reading, what did you do on your birthday, birthday boy?
0: What did I do on my birthday? Well, I re- Well, first I received... Um, uh, I received... Uh, you
3: received? That's pretty... Uh, that's, that's pretty... Ooh, uh, <laughs> <whoa. laughs> didn't need to hear that, buddy. Wow. No, first I... I'm, tra-
0: I'm trying to figure out which Steam game I got first today. Uh, I believe...
2: It wasn't
0: no, it was not yours. I think uh, I scheduled mine for you. You you did. Um, I think I got Matt's first. Matt got me something I've never heard of before. Uh, a visual novel puzzler with a bunch of cute girls in it. Um, Is it called Honey Pop? The World Next Door.
2: Nope. Uh, it's not Honey Pop. Interesting. <laughs> it's, it's
0: not, not Honey an NSFW. It's not an NSFW game.
2: Although the lead female did seem to have a large hiney, so. Uh,
0: hey, and then Carlos got me a pre-order of the new Dead Space. Ooh. And then Jake got me SCP five thousand. The game, not the not the the SCP, the SCP. No, he so SCP, got you the SCP.
3: SCP, SCP Pandemic, also known as SCP five yeah.
0: k. He gave me an NFP of the the scp i actually bought
3: the rights to sean's audio drama off of him and sent it to you i am now the owner of that imagine
1: that reveal
3: i am now sean (laughs) Saxon.
1: i can't believe it greg chudley is now sexist true all right (laughs)
3: so what are we doing for your birthday birthday boy birthday birthday so
0: today i i i had the idea um of combining two of our most popular things that we do on this podcast into one singular reading. Um SCP seven thousand five hundred and three, uh by Killer Poyo, also known as the uh this this SCP is known as Sacrum Humanum Imperium, oh. I I I think also known as Holy I know Human Empire. A-
3: I know what it's combining. Our two our two most popular things SCP-Chain yeah, of
1: Memories
3: I was gonna say SCP and furry porn.
0: <laughs> nah, I was gonna to say SCP and Catholicism.
3: Drag. SCP and
1: dragon fucking. Dragon fucking. No, let's we don't go. talk
4: about that one.
1: We do talk about that one. It's our it's our most highly encouraged recommendation no. because people just get really confused. We're not that kind of podcast. It's a we, great. We style. are that absolutely kind of that kind
3: of podcast. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if you know this guy, but we read Smut on the occasion. I do
4: not know that. We love yeah. I totally am not affiliated with this podcast. Okay,
1: I forgot you're not affiliated with this podcast. We love men. I very much so but Some background on this, because this is actually
0: a remake, uh, slash reboot of sixty five oh three, which is known as the Catholic Mecca, which is about um, a, a a skeleton pope inside of a Warhammer dreadnought. Um, that literally has a picture of I think a dreadnought that Killer Poyo painted themselves and put self self and put it into the article. And it also has a rubber video made about it. That's hilarious. Did they it replace does... all the females with men? I don't think there are any women to replace in it. I th- I think it's legitimately just a decent adaptation of. Hold on, the let me see.
3: Yo, is, that's not a dreadnought. That's a knight. Try again. That's an imperial knight.
0: My apologies.
3: I thought it was a contemptor, but it's not. So you are a fake fan. Uh oh. I could not
1: tell you a single thing about a uh, about Warhammer, other than that, like uh, it's got it's got hammers and war and um it a lot of war crimes.
2: It does I'm have gonna that hammer No, I'm speaking good. of
0: hammering little assholes. Matt, start us off with those <laughs> stuffy <with> containment procedures.
2: Alright. SCP seven five oh three. Level three confidential. Containment class of Euclid with a secondary classification of Argus. Uh, researcher Sergio, what does Argus mean?
0: Uh, uh, containment is under the purview of another organization
2: hmm it is a disruption class level of 3 kennec and risk class danger SCP-7503 is to be contained in site 77 where no working personnel belongs to the catholic faith Footnote. For the purpose of this file, the term Catholic individual or member of the Catholic faith refer to anyone who has received the three Catholic sacraments of Christian initiation, baptism, confirmation, and the Holy Eucharist, regardless of current religious affiliation. SCP seven five o three is to be kept inside a standard reinforced storage container at the center of a standard ten by ten meter squared cell. Under no circumstances should a member of the Catholic faith be allowed within a five meter radius of SCP 7503 At least two armed non-Catholic security personnel should always be guarding the entity. Any Catholic individual that has been in proximity closer than 10 meters of SCP-7503 should be given immediate amnestic treatment and kept in observation for a period of two weeks. If, despite treatment, they still present signs of being affected by SCP-7503, they should be kept under Foundation's detention with maximum security for human-level threats within a Foundation site other than Site-77. is currently being contained by the Catholic branch of the Horizon Initiative. Footnote. This is a group of interest dedicated to the protection of the Abrahamic faiths against the anomalous. The Catholic branch is led by the Ordinus Occulti Luminus. Due to possible information compromise in case of SCP-7503 containment breach, It was deemed necessary for the Foundation to not be aware of any information regarding the location and containment procedures of SCP-7503-2. SCP-7503 refers to the skeletal remains of an unidentified male dressed in Renaissance period ecclesiastic garments and adorned with intricate jewelry made of gold and various precious stones and gems. Archaeological assessment of the entity indicates the clothing and ornaments date back to the 16th century, while the skeletal remains are older, estimated to be circa 3rd century. The archaeological department has hypothesized that the SCP is to be one of the catacomb saints. Footnote. Skeletal remains of ancient Christians exhumed from catacombs, exuberantly decorated, and worshipped as relics of saints during a period from the 16th to the 18th century. 7503's anomalous effect triggers when a member of the Catholic faith is within a radius of 5 meters from it. After 10 minutes of proximity to the entity, around 10% of Catholics will become devoted to the entity and venerated as a saint. After one hour, this percentage raises to 100%. Regardless of previous religiosity, they display a fanatical commitment. SCP-7503, declaring it to be the true representation of the Catholic faith. They will also express an intent to help SCP-7503 in reclaiming the Holy See in Rome. Footnote, this is the jurisdiction of the Pope in his role as the Bishop of Rome and Head of State of Vatican City, and this will be accomplished even with the use of violence. To this date, There have been no records of aggressions against the Holy See related to the entity. The only known method to prevent SCP-7503's influence over a susceptible individual is immediate amnestic treatment after exposure. Missing this treatment, SCP-7503's effect is presumed to be permanent. Due to fanatic behavior displayed by influenced individuals and the high risk posed by the entity's containment breach, the Ethics Committee is considering whether termination should be an option if first-line amnestic treatment fails. Can I make...
3: Uh, can I make a confession?
2: Sure. Are you Catholic, uh, buddy? Confession,
3: like Catholic. I didn't know that popes could retire. Yeah. Until until was it was it John Paul II? It was the most recent. Died. One. John Paul II. I think
2: the one before the current pope is the only pope in history I, who has ever abdicated. No,
3: it's the one after John Paul II. He fucking quit. He quit being the pope. I didn't know that could happen.
2: Yeah. No, you can do that. Um
3: uh, let's see. Pope Benedict the 16th. I looked I like I read about it and apparently he like he abdicated the popeship in like Latin so no one could understand what he was saying and then all like all the like lower cardinals were like I don't know what he just said. What did he say? And then all the higher ups were like did he just quit being the pope? Which is really funny to me. I don't know why. Just imagine like being the pope, so, and then just deciding that you that you didn't want to be the pope anymore, and instead of just dying,
1: <laughs> just like, ah, you, dude, were like,
3: you were like you were like he was the first pope to resign without external pressure since Celestine V in 1294, according to Wikipedia. Huh.
0: Damn, that's a long time.
3: Imagine being the first person to, to to quit being the pope in 800 years, and then
2: everyone just being like,
3: "What? What? What is? What
2: is he doing?" Just yeah, wait. Twenty eight hundred for them to be pressured into quitting, anyways. Uh
0: huh. Twenty 2- 2- eight hundred. The Pope's gonna be like, guys, I'm pulling a Benedict.
2: I'm out. I'm pulling like, a Benedict. Benedict.
3: I'm, pull- I'm pulling a Celestine the fifth. I'm
2: out. <clears throat> Shall we get back to the SCP? Yes.
3: Yeah, I just—that's all I wanted.
2: Okay. In addition, individuals affected by SCP 7503 will become obsessed with reuniting 7503 with SCP 7503 2. 2 is a 6 meter tall mechanical construct, resembling a suit of 16th century Italian armor, albeit with distorted proportions. Its exterior is composed of an unidentified golden metal of remarkable durability. durability. This durability is likely anomalous in nature, since SCP-7503-2 is capable of withstanding modern heavy firearms and artillery without suffering any apparent damage. Internally, it possesses a complex clockwork mechanism allowing it to move. This mechanism does not require an external power source in order to function. Dash 2 is armed with several weapons, including both medieval bladed and blunt weaponry, as well as anachronistic ones such as Gatling-type weaponry, flamethrowers, and rocket launchers. The Horizon Initiative is currently investigating Dash 2's advanced weaponry, evidence pointing it to be anomalous in nature. Dash 2 is not capable of autonomous behavior. Instead, it possesses a hatch to a compartment. It will remain completely dormant until SCP-7503 is placed inside of it. The Horizon Initiative has reported it will not activate with any other material pending further testing. Individuals under 7503's influence will try to place 7503 inside of the armor. This will in turn give 7503 control over the armor. When inside SCP-7503-2, The Entity is capable of vocal communication through unknown means. Discovery Log 7503 and the armor were discovered during an archaeological excavation in a catacomb near Benevento, Italy. They were located within meters of each other, in a previously uncharted chamber. Upon discovery, members of the archaeological team came under the influence of the Entity. They placed SCP-7503 within the armor, activating it. 7503 emerged from the excavation site and began marching to Rome. Upon being informed of the advances by the entity, the Horizon Initiative activated Protocol Gladius Petri, designed to protect the Pope from anomalous threats. His Holiness Redacted was secured in a bunker while the Horizon Initiative deployed the full strength of Project Malleus Footnote: This is Horizon Initiative's combat forces and utilized them against SCP-7503 as well as the combined forces of the Swiss Guard, the Sovereign Military Order of Malta, the Italian Army and Air Force as well as the Carabinieri, the national gendarmerie of Italy. The foundation was also notified and assistance was requested. MTF Nu-7 Hammered Down was deployed as a response. Italian Air Force planes bombarded the entity, while ground forces mounted a fortified perimeter around Benevento to stop the entity from reaching Rome. While proving to be highly resistant to damage from modern military weaponry, the continuous fire from both ground and aerial forces did manage to stall SCP-7503's advancement until the arrival of Foundation reinforcement. Foundation Air Forces managed to incapacitate the armor, with plasma cannons bombarding it, allowing MTF new 7 members to approach it and remove the entity within, nullifying the threat. A large-scale cover-up operation involving misinformation and mass amnestic application was conducted in the aftermath of the incident. Next iteration. Sure. Now at level 4, Class Secret, Its containment class has been changed to Keter, with a secondary class of uncontained. Disruption class 5 Amida, risk class 5 critical. There is currently no known way of containing SCP-7503. The Foundation, the Horizon Initiative, and the GOC have accorded to maintain a global monitoring operation to detect SCP-7503-related activity, and counteract it immediately by any means necessary. Also, Jacob, this reminds me a lot of something we wrote.
3: I was thinking that, but I didn't want to be the one to say it, but it does remind me of something we wrote.
2: SCP-7503 is a space-faring, theocratic political entity from the alternate timeline designated as Alpha-3. Not only does the entity exert total dominance over its version of the planet Earth, but it has colonized an estimated 54% of the Milky Way. SCP-7503 technological achievements are anomalous in nature, employing a type of functional thaumaturgy that bears resemblance to medieval alchemic practices. It has shown xenophobic hostility and imperialistic intentions towards social and political entities outside of its control. SCP-7503 possesses faster-than-light capabilities and has engaged in so-called Eternal Crusade, a militaristic expansion campaign against all extraterrestrial sentient life. SCP-7503's advance has been halted by a coalition of alien civilizations known as the Covenant of the Second Hytoth. 7503 and the Covenant of the Second Hytoth are currently engaged in a galaxy-spanning protracted Cold War. The entity was first encountered during the Benevento Incident, see the first iteration that we've already covered. Foundation and H.I. forces engaged in combat against a hostile entity previously identified as SCP-7503 and now designated as a Goliath-class relicarium by H.I. researchers. At first, the entity was believed to be an isolated anomalous entity of Euclid-class. However, the discovery of at least two other Goliath-class relicari in other archaeological sites around Italy led to the Foundation to reclassify it to Keter. Fortunately, the two found relicary were contained before they too could be activated. After Incident 143, novel information on the entity was obtained. SCP-7503 should be assumed to have hostile intentions toward Prime Timeline's Earth. It has military capabilities that are estimated to be orders of magnitude above the current global military forces. That includes the Foundation and GOC. There is practically no possibility of mounting a successful military resistance against the entity. Incident 143. On June 18th, an unknown spacecraft was suddenly detected entering Earth's orbit by Foundation radars. The spacecraft crashed 16 kilometers south of Esmirna, Turkey. Foundation personnel were rapidly mobilized to secure the impact zone, and a cover story involving an asteroid crash was divulged. The crashed spacecraft, which was assigned the codename ARC-12 by H.I., bore no resemblance to any known spaceship design. Instead, it was described as a golden gothic cathedral in the form of a warship by witnesses. After 16 hours, the spacecraft gates were opened and five humans emerged. They surrendered themselves willingly to Foundation operatives and were brought into custody for interrogation. They identified themselves as members of the Chaos Apostasy, an alternate version of the Chaos Insurgency that is working alongside the Covenant of the Second Hightoth to hinder SCP-7503's advances. They agreed to provide the Foundation with crucial information regarding the nature, history, and goals of the Entity. The information provided by the members of the Chaos Apostasy has so far been corroborated with translations of SAP 7503's language, which appears to be a variation of ecclesiastical Latin, used using ARC-12 database information. <clears throat> The point of divergence between Prime and Alpha Three histories seems to occur around the 12th century, where Alpha 3's version of the Catholic Church took a different approach toward anomalies than in the Prime timeline. Instead of condemning the anomalous as heretical, the Church incorporated it into its belief system and encouraged research into it. A specialized Church jurisdiction, the sanctifac- Sanctificatio, continentium pontificatus congregatio, was established to conduct anomalous research under the supervision of the Council of Cardinals. A priority direction of SCPC research was to achieve sainthood as a rejection of the flesh in the material world. As a result of SCPC efforts, the Church perfected an anomalous procedure known as beatification, the exact details of the procedure are completely unknown, but it eventually entails the removal of all of an individual's flesh and the bounding of their soul into their skeleton. Beatified individuals lose the capacity to move on their own, but gain telepathic abilities, including the power to mentally influence and mind control any Catholic individual. Footnote. For the purpose of this file, the term Catholic individual, a member of the Catholic... Okay, it's the same, that's the same one we just saw. Essentially, if you've had the uh, the baptism, conf- confirmation, of the Eucharist, you are a Catholic. Uh, within certain radius, and operate anomalous mechanical constructs known as reliquary, which are used as a means of transportation and war machines. In 1392, the ruling pope underwent beatification and declared itself to be the Pope Emperor of Minsk. <laughs>
3: also, I imagine, sure do love Warhammer. Imagine being uh, baptized. Hashtag. Not relatable. Hashtag gaming.
2: Only Hashtag I get to serve Spartan. the power of mankind.
1: Are you, are you, Jake, are you, have you just been watching a lot of The Circle from Netflix, that reality TV show that they stole from the UK, where they just add a bunch of unnecessary hashtags to whatever they're talking about?
3: I don't know what you're saying.
1: Okay, good. I just want to make sure that you're saying...
3: I'm just, I just, listen man, I just work here. If I want to add hashtags to my annoying comments, I'm going to add as many as I want.
0: Also, I just want to say, the name Chaos Apostasy goes hard. It does. utilizing the Chaos Insurgency as the the stand-in for chaos is genius. Uh It really
2: is. Also, I love the ridiculous name Sanctificatio Continentium Pontificatus Congregatio.
3: Also the Sacrum Humanum Imperium.
2: Yeah, and we're not there yet. The Pope declared itself to be the Pope Emperor of Mankind, and the Papal States were fashioned into the Sacrum Humanum Imperium, the Holy Roman Empire, also known as SCP-7503. With the mind-control capabilities of Beatos over the Catholic population, soon the entity exerted dominance over all of continental Europe. Armed with the relicary and other anomalous weaponry, the entity launched a global crusade against all non-Catholic nations. By fourteen ninety-two, when Columbus sailed the Great Blue, <laughs> the last alliance of the Shah dynasty and the Davite Empire were crushed, finishing SCP-7503's conquest of Earth. SCPC's technological and thaumaturgical capacities continued to grow exponentially from then on. By 1588, they had achieved space travel, as well as rudimentary terraforming and habitat building that allowed them to colonize the solar system. By 1630, faster-than-light travel was mastered and it marked the beginning of the entity's expansion into the Milky Way. As soon as alien life was encountered, it was declared heretical and the Eternal Crusade was launched with the intention of purging the Milky Way of non-human life. The Crusade initially took extraterrestrial civilizations, with many of them being technologically inferior to SCP-7503, by surprise, and SCPC achieved rapid success in conquering large portions of the galaxy, eventually remaining and more advanced alien civilizations organized to resist the Entity's empire. This coalition was named the Covenant of the Second Hytoth and managed to stall 7503's conquest. With its space expansion halted, it is believed that 7503 has turned its expansionist tides into alternate versions of Earth, specifically the Prime timeline. Who would like to cover the log? Um. Um...
3: I'll be Ju- Julius, Jules Avicina. I can't fucking Julius. read. And I'll be,
0: Julius. I'll be Dr. bot from RT.
2: Okay. Okay. Forward. Chaos apostasy operative Julius Avicina agreed to offer all possible information on SCP-7503. Oh, that is The following Julius. log <laughs> is part of a continuous interview process.
3: The 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 bolded font makes it look like it just is Joel's.
0: Dolls. All right. Greetings. Begin logs.
3: No How I are you it, feeling? So today? I wanted to.
0: Is there anything I could do to make you and your companions more comfortable?
3: Greetings, Doctor Chakrabarty. Thanks, but I believe we are all right. Well, I could abuse your generosity and ask for more of those chocolate bars. Those are considered luxurious desserts in the Empire, a pleasure reserved for high church officials. You know, those ambitious enough to climb up the ladder, but not fanatic enough to want to be beatified. Beatified? Beatified. 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 There is actually another thing I'm really enjoying here. Being able to finally relax and not worrying about warding off indoctrination every moment of my life.
0: I'm glad to hear you are finding some rest here. I understand you found a way to break the indoctrination. Could you tell me a little more about that?
3: Indoctrination is both quite a simple concept and one difficult to understand. I have been reading the documentation you provide me on this area. You call it memetics. I can see the similarities with the shi indoctrination but i'm not sure if i would call it a memetic effect i'm not an expert by any means but at least in my opinion it appears to be working in a different channel
0: there are certainly some things that we still don't understand about memetics but i agree with your assessment this indoctrination may not be memetic in nature the telepathic abilities of the beatos could certainly play a role what else could you discover about it is it
3: beatos matt
2: it is beatos. This is in reference, by the way, to a real world thing called the beatification, which is where the Catholic Church declares someone to be isn't, a saint. Is that where that's they? What all
3: I thought that's where they where they make you look all nice and pretty and and there needs to be a you nice looking to be beauty. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know. Reading your documents on the relique relicai, Relique? I uh, hate I Latin. It was I hate. It's R-E-L-I-C-A-I. Relic I hate Latin. It's actually I
4: I, reliquai. I. Are you gaslighting me? No, I'm not. The it's A-E rel- in Latin yeah. is I. It, yeah, but it's A-I. Hold on. Let me see.
3: Reli- it's R-E-L-I-C-A-I. I hate Latin. Can I just say... Latin's can it would suck. be
4: reliquary, yeah.
3: Reliqui. Same
4: thing, yeah.
3: Reading your documents on the reliquary, I saw you were already aware of the requisites. In order to be susceptible, you need to have received the three sacraments, baptism, confirmation, and the Eucharist. But that's not enough to maintain control. A certain degree of true faith seems to be needed. People have to actually believe those sacraments mean something and that the church has the truth in order to fall For the indoctrination. If that faith is somehow shaken. Then the indoctrination can be broken. It's not common. But some people will just spontaneously. Have a crisis of faith and break free.
0: Were you one of them?
3: No. Others like me may need a little help. When the apostasy. Apostasy identified me as a possible recruit. They approached me with an offer. We also found that. Certain high concentration amnestic drugs. Can help break. Long-term indoctrination, but it is ultimately your choice whether you take the pill or not. In some yo, it's take the take the red pill, bros, bros. Take the red pill, bros. You get it, bros? Like the Matrix, bros? Do you get it, bros?
1: No, I haven't watched the Matrix yet. Um,
3: they do backflips. Spoilers for the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, no, it's on my to-do
1: list. I'm aware. You know, it's on my to-do list. You?
3: yes myself question mark well that one should be easy in some sense it is harder to live without faith anyways we are always on the look for those individuals not only because we need more recruits but because joining us is the is the only for them to survive missing a way only way for them to survive this was written by po- by by Killer Pollo, right?
1: Yes. It was edited by Sergio.
3: Oh, so I can blame Sergio for that. Sergio, you yeah. missed one.
0: I, I I I actually just fixed the apostasy typos because I noticed that they had spelled it up up apostasy in se- in several locations, and I just fixed it.
3: Well, you need to fix because joining us is the only for them to survive.
0: Okay, just keep... Uh, I, 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 will, I will fix it. You're just grounded. Pot
3: fix it right now or I will cry. Otherwise, they will be easy prey for the Horizon Inquisition. On the other hand, in the same way the indoctrination can be broken, it may come back again if the faith is somehow restored. So he always had... So he, so he always had on the look, not only for each other, but even for ourselves. That's I don't understand that sentence. So he always had on the look. Always had to look, not look out, not only for each other, but even for ourselves. Is that what that's supposed to mean? I would Mm. assume so. I hope this revelation doesn't shatter the little trust you've put in us.
0: Should be told, we never really trust anyone. Nothing personal. I know you guys agree is the best policy in the long run. So what can you tell me about this Inquisition?
3: They are the secret police of the Empire purging every sign of heresy wherever they find it, and whatever they decide it will be this time. They are the reason that we work mostly as independent cells. It is better this way to maintain the charade that we're still loyal subjects of the Empire. Even though we are their principal target, no one is safe. Everyone who shows even the slightest sign of breaking the indoctrination will become prey for them.
0: One of your companions mentioned something interesting about the indoctrination. If I understood correctly, oh, there's two eyes there. The physical proximity to a beato should factor into it.
3: Yes, it is easier to break away when they're not around. Fortunately, they can't be everywhere. Only 15% of the population has been beatified, mostly government and church officials, but also the reliquary army. Reliquary army? Reliquary army, because that sounds better. Since they, f- they are functionally immortal and can occupy their post indefinitely, they don't let anyone new in unless strictly necessary. At some point, we feared they wanted to turn all humankind into them, but they seem eager to maintain the hierarchy. As far as we know, beatos, beatos can't indoctrinate each other, but among them is a strict hierarchy. They keep the details of the procedure well guarded, still, there seem to be different levels of it, corresponding to different psychic prowess. Not all saints are created equal. Yet
0: yeah, their collective power is terrifying. I understand you would not be able to conduct your operation without the covenant of the second Hightoth.
3: That is probably true. They provided us with tons of resources, plenty of, plenty of the sort you would call anomalous. Without their help, we would have fallen a long time ago. In exchange, we serve as intel and help sabotage SHI military campaigns against them. That is partially the reason we ended up here. We were investigating a massive military mobilization. We suspected was another crusade against the Covenant, but something was off. For an il- interstellar military campaign of that magnitude, they should have been preparing a massive armada. That is, the, th- that is the way their crusades usually start. But there was no armada this time. Instead, just smaller ships suited for interplanetary travel. That was how we realized they weren't getting ready for space travel.
0: Please go on.
3: We were already aware of parallel timelines because of Covenant Intel. We also gathered some information suggesting SCPC was looking into time-related anomalies. So we got suspicious. We managed to steal one of their ships and confirm it had been modified for trans-timeline travel. This explained the lack of an interstellar armada. They didn't need one if their plan was to invade Earth. Another Earth.
0: So you decide to leave everything behind to warn us. Very brave and risky move. Some may even, say, some even may doubt you did it for, pardon the expression, Christian charity. I know
3: you have a lot of reasons to be distrustful of us. As we've said before, you are free to check our chip, our chip logs to corroborate what we're telling you. But even, that's, even then, that's still a bet. They could be fakes for all you know. But even men of science like you have to sometimes take a leap of faith. Whether you believe me or not, my conscience is clean. And as for this being a charity operation... Let me tell you something. Back there, neither we nor the Covenant have been able to make advances against the SHI in centuries. But we hope that maybe, just maybe, if they were to be defeated here, they could be destabilized enough to be vulnerable in our timeline. We, the Apostates, won't rest until the Empire is gone. We will try to try anything to have our victory, no matter how hard or dangerous. That is the nature of this mission. Our motto is Ad Astra, Prospera,
0: after all. He said the thing. He said the thing.
1: What what thing?
0: If if you aren't aware, Ad Astra, Ad Aspera is a canon in the SCP wiki that follows uh, humanity in a sort of like... It's like the space opera canon. You know You know the, 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 the type of sci-fi where it's like, alright, it's 2100, Earth's kind of going to shit, we're going to go find a new planet? That's Ad Astra Per Aspera for you. Oh, uh,
1: okay. I thought that was a Warhammer thing. Nope,
0: No, it's a cool little reference. This, uh, this, this page is actually using the Ad Astra Per Aspera thing. Uh, Dr. Chakrabarti, through hardships to the stars, I admire your conviction, Julius. but I don't want to sour your hope. But we had already some encounters with SCP-7503. Their military technology is formidable. And I have to admit, we had a hard time against only one Relicarium.
3: And that's only the recon. They're testing your defenses. The true extent of their strength will be here soon.
0: And we, and we are doing everything in our power to prepare against 7503.
3: And even that may not be enough. You need to go beyond.
0: We will. We are the SCP Foundation. The real one. And we always do.
3: One last thing, Doctor. I know they're still your allies in this timeline. But I would not put a lot of trust in them. In who? The Horizon... The Inquisition. The ones you call the Initiative.
2: Ooh. SCPF is currently in urgent discussion with the GOC and the Horizon Initiative to prepare against the threat posed by SCP-7503.
3: Oh, hell no. What the hell's happening in the next, next one?
2: We're now on the SCP Congregatio Sanctificare Contineo pontificatus. Item... Is that... Uh, I can't remember. My name. That's still it's, 7503, I think.
3: It's still 7503. Yes. It's just Continentium
2: classes. Interregnum. Secondarium classes. Blasphemia. Perturba... perturba <laughs> I keep thinking Perturaba when I see that. Pertubatio. Praetorian. Class 4. Perturaba. Periculum. Cruzada. Class 4. Level 4, Secreta Sacra.
3: I'm pretty sure we used that uh, that exact cross in our article
2: that we wrote that got deleted. Well, this one is an upside-down cross, so. That's true. Special Contritio ponentiatum Let's see. Ponitentium so far, none of the missionaries sent to SCP-7503 had been received appropriately. SCP-7503 insists on ignoring God's word and denies the gift of grace. Stronger missionary expeditions should be sent in order to bring SCP-7503 into the light. An inquisitorial auto de fe, footnote. An inquisition's trial, led by Maximus Physicus Imperatorius the Chief Imperial Scientist, Cardinal Apollinaire, has been opened against SCP-7503. Shall SCP-7503 keep denying God's gift and persisting in its blasphemous ways, it shall be found guilty of heresy? If so, SCP-7503 shall be marked for a crusade by the Council of Cardinals. Descriptio. SCP-7503 refers to the alternate creation that was also bestowed by God with the gift of humanity. SCP-7503 Homo sapiens inhabitants are believed to be possessors of an immortal soul just as humans from prime creation. For God would not have created beings in his own image without blessing them with a soul. SCP-7503 is assumed to have fallen from grace the same way as prime creation did, since its humanity is also cursed with the damnation of the flesh. However, unlike our holy imperial church, the The Church in 7503 has failed to reject the sin of flesh and has rescinded its role as the lighting guide for humanity. Pagan and heretical beliefs, as well as atheism and sodomy, are allowed to be practiced in the open, in unashamed defiance of God. Moreover, the so-called Pope of SCP-7503 still bears the sin of flesh. Footnote. How can a man who claims to succeed St. Peter still be donning the original sin in his body? Heresy on this level should not be allowed to exist, not even in an alternate creation. Cardinal Apollinaire. For it is the holy burden of the Sacrum Humanum Imperium to purge sin wherever it may lay. Amen. Addendum Testimonio 11 in SCP-7503's trial. Creed of the Quantum Christica The gratia of God is infinite So is the sin of man Infinite is thy Lord's creation As above, so below Also, I think, if I remember correctly You guys are supposed to read the italicized part with me okay. For uh, for true authentications. When I get there, just everybody read it together gotcha. That's
3: gonna sound great, I'm ready
2: Oh, yeah, it's going to be wonderful. We can can avoid doing that if it's going to be bad for audio, Sergio.
3: No, it's going to be great. That's going to be great. Sergio? Yeah, it's going to be
2: great. Okay. All right. (laughs) Humankind is in a superposition between sin and grace. For, For only Logos, 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 can collapse and
4: collapses. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> creation is in the superposition between truth and blasphemy. For Logos, the and the Omega. Omega. Hey, it's just like church. An infinite True. number of creations <laughs> means an infinite number of blasphemies. An in, infinite in, number, in, number, in, in of of number of radical reg- atoms reg- reg- and an infinite number, number of simple the fall of it man is, is an ever repeating fractal. <laughs> For the redemption, the redemption of man, of man is, is an, an ever repeating fractal. fractal. The sin fractal. of flesh is not to be allowed to thrive endlessly. For, For that, that, bubble that, bubble that, bubble babies will be beaten senseless by every known patron highest. in the bar. Heresy is not to be allowed to go unchallenged. For, For that is the that, bad that, bad duty of the pious. Cycles of guilt are not to be broken, for, for that, that is the that eternal return of the
0: son of man.
2: Blasphemy is not to be allowed <laughs> to go unpunished, for dark is for dark, the soul dark, of the man. Yeah. 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 Dude, the, dark souls reference, dark souls reference. The gifts of truth and the grace shall sin. be delivered to all creations. The original masterpiece. I'm, every, every, every I'm
3: so funny.
2: Also, I heard you in the middle of that, Michael. Don't think I didn't notice that. Hear what,
3: guys? Guys, they're referencing the first oh, scene, Dark Souls my... reference. Dark
2: Souls reference. I don't know what, what you're talking scene, about. Guys. <laughs> so here we have two oh skeletons grabbing apples from a tree, Adam and Eve before the fall, to bones. A bones you bones shall, you shall return.
3: return. Everyone gave up. <laughs>
2: sorry and not it's okay it's a people forget in real church too yeah i'm sorry i'm I, uh i remember one time it was it was early morning and there weren't many people in church it was an off day and the priest started reading and nobody like like maybe like five people out of 50 read with the priest and he looked up and he was like you guys are supposed to read that you know <laughs> Just
3: shaking his head
2: Quantum Christica is unambiguous in its condemnation of the sin of flesh wherever it may be Condom. found. Both theological and scientific arguments are present as indisputable proof, for God is the ultimate answer found by faith, reason, and science. The church should not only be universal in the sense that it should extend to every corner of the known universe, but truly multiversal in the sense that it should extend to every corner of every known universe. It follows that it is the holy duty of the pious to ensure all of God's creations are free from sin. It would be both heresy against faith and idiocy against reason and science, to suggest otherwise scp 7503 shall be the first purge on a renewed internal eternal crusade amen from cardinal apollinaire maximum physicus imperatorius amen Amen. accusatorum you guys needed to do that a lot sooner
3: amen
2: (laughs) amen man
4: We like men. I do.
3: True.
2: Yeah, the Principalum Accusatorum is Principal Prosecutor in the Auto da Fe against SCP 7503. Addendum Crusade Preparatio. Video Record. (laughs) His Imperial Holiness. The Legit. The Legitimate. Legimitate Pope, following the moral sentence and scientific reasoning of Cardinal Apollinaire and the blessing of the Council of Cardinals, has marked SCP 7503 for a crusade and issued the pertinent deployment orders. The forces of the 13th Reserve Legion of the Dolores Miracle shall be mobilized with immediate effect. Begin log 1 minute 4 seconds. The colossal interior of Imperial Hangar 632. Walls and columns are decorated with statues of beatified leaders and machines of war. A massive, stained glass depicting the fall of man adorned the farthest wall. The impressive war fleet awaits orders. These warships are the perfect cross between a cathedral and a dreadnought. 400 chariot gunships with transtemporal navigator systems and 20 arc ships for a legionary transtemporal transport. The movement of troops has begun 3 minutes 12 seconds a rumbling sound can be heard a massive force of towering metallic humanoid constructs constructs huh. enters oh. the frame this is a cohort of 480 relicary goliath units marching towards the ark ships organized into six centuria of 80 units Each centuria bears a different color, armament, and a coat of arms of its patron. The red lancers of Saint Dumas, the duelist of fate, the scarlet gatling gunners of Saint Lucas, the new evangelist, the blue leopard drillers of Holy Esculapio, the healer of the everlasting sore, the green rockets of Saint Ciprianus, the full metal preacher, and the gray knight flagellants of Saint Virgil of Our Hope in Hell." Six seconds later, behind the Goliath units, another group of mechanic construct advances. 300 relicary equity units. Their body resembles a quadruped animal, quadrupedal animal with the torso of an armored knight. Each Equi is armed with a lance, a shield, a sideword, and a heavy machine gun. I can't, I can't believe they're featuring prominent artist Equi so much in this SCP. This is so nice of them.
3: I know, and I don't even like Warhammer!
2: The reliquary units triple the size of the human troops marching alongside them. Two thousand knights from the Order of Malta, bearing heavy battle armor and personal Gatling guns, lead the human contingent. They are the elite of the non-Beatified Legion. Fifty-nine hundred auxiliary knights from the Teutonic Order Engineering Corps follow them. Specialized shock troops, sappers, and military engineers. Fifteen thousand men-at-arms, recruited from the lower castes, constitute the core of the army. Even them are are equipped with imposing battle armor, albeit less elaborate than their knightly counterparts. And then, uh, I believe that's supposed to be 40 minutes? I don't understand the the time thing here, but... I think zero, it's 40. Zero, four, yeah, 14, it's 40, but
0: missing a 0.
2: Okay. The armored cavalry division flanks the reliquary and infantry contingents. 200 Beato piloted characters Carassio, heavy tanks, and 500 pardoner-armored assault vehicles. The war machines are adorned with intricate statues depicting warrior angels, giving them the aspect of mobile altars and chapels. The statues are not merely decorations, but fully functional battle automatons. At 15 minutes and 34 seconds, the forefront of the army begins to embark on the Ark ships. The first chariots start to take off, and war begins. Posthumus Nota The Legion of the Dolorous Miracle shall constitute the vanguard of the Holy Campaign against SCP 7503. Further troops shall be ready after the securing of the Paulus system in the Theta 3 quadrant is complete for the next solar month. After the Paulus campaign is finished, the Legion of the Holy Hand of Saint Ignatius and the Most Merciful Company of Maria Invicta will be free from their duties against the Heretic Orthotan Horde. Both legions shall be deployed to reinforce the Dolorous Miracle for the second solar month from this date so what I'm getting so far from this is that the emperor in Warhammer 40k would have had an infinitely easier time if he just became the pope Yeah.
1: hey have you considered maybe like I know you're not into religion but like have you considered maybe just making shit up question mark
3: yeah just be the pope and make shit up if the Emperor weren't a fucking Fedora tipping atheist, he would have had such a better time. That's he, what's he happening right now. Would have.
0: Also, mm-hmm. I, I had this thought <laughs> I, I had this thought while you were reading off the battle tanks. Obviously because this is the alternate universe, like Holy Human Empire, they wouldn't have this. But do you think the uh in in honor uh, in, in the same vein as the Lehman Russ, the this the uh
2: Would they have the, the, the foundation feb-
0: no, I was gonna say the foundation fields like Dr. Clef class main battle tank. <laughs> yeah,
2: the chudley, it's instead the of the, chudley Class Cruiser.
3: Instead of the like the land the fucking land raider, it's the bright it's the bright raider and it's named after Dr. Bright.
0: <laughs> they have to change. <laughs> it has to be changed.
3: That is probably one of the worst lore hammer warhammer lore retcons they've ever done the fact that the land raider is named after a guy named arkhan land it could have just been called the land raider but no uh,
1: actually it was a uh it was actually a reference to fox McCloud's final smash and super smash it's brothers actually, for the nintendo wii it's when, it's when he calls down for- the 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 land master
3: It's actually a reference to Fox McCloud's dad, James McCloud, who's also
1: in in F-Zero. Well, it's true, he is. He's my favorite Warhammer character. True, James McCloud. James McCloud.
3: I'm going to make a Warhammer army, um, and I'm going to make the fucking chaplain of the army, James (laughs) McCloud. And he's going to be in a tank.
2: All right, now I'm Did perfectly fine America? with. Uh, I'm perfectly fine with pulling at home here, since there's a lot of hard to pronounce words. I know half this podcast yeah. is dyslexic.
3: It wasn't nearly. Yeah, this wasn't nearly as long as I thought it would be. I thought it would take like three years, like the, uh, like the the insurance thing we read. Whichever number. I'm pretty number fast at narrating
2: one. when I just go.
3: True. I think it's when, when
2: we have back and forth dialogue, it slows down. Take a bit. her home. Well, I wanted to extend the offer to, anybody, to everybody if anybody wanted to. I'm I haven't really I can, done uh, anything.
1: I, 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 um, but it's just going to be a mess. I promise I you that Mike, much.
3: Michael, if you want to, do you want no, the to? Birthday, the birthday uh, boy.
0: Birthday
1: boy gets priority.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say I, I, I can narrate this uh, last page.
2: Okay. Listen, okay. Good.
0: All right. Also, uh, I'm gonna say chaos in the in the in the gold text. Uh, chaos phi omega will be um Kai uh, and M command can be Michael.
3: Oh, M command like Michael. Michael I command. get it.
1: I get it. This not wow. even my this not even my preferred name, but okay.
0: Incoming e transmission. Interior of SHI Class Cristobal cla- Spacecraft Carrier. Like a thief in the night, the Chaos Apostasy Squad, Chaos Phi, has infiltrated the ship hangar in order to initiate contingency protocols They cautiously advance among the dormant ships of the SHI Massive
1: Armada. Chaos
4: Phi, to Multiversal Command, do you copy?
1: Um, that's a good question. Do I copy? Oh I do uh, Multiversal Foundation Command here. We copy you Chaos Fee. What is it's your position? Hi. Sorry. We copy you Chaos um um fi. uh uh uh, 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 <laughs> uh, uh P high.
4: Okay.
0: <laughs> what is your position? Heavy footstep noises can be heard, preceding the arrival of the hulking yet yet beautifully crafted armor suits. chaos fight operatives hide below the parked ships to avoid the patrolling relicarium unit. Signal lost. Item number, 7503. Level 4, Secret. Containment class, Uncontained. Secondary class, Tiamat. Same previous disruption and risk classes. Special Containment Procedures. The Multi-Foundation Alliance and the Multiversalist Church of the Second Hightoth are working currently working together to prevent the creation of new 7503 instances. When a nascent instance of 7503 is identified, protocol Chaos's Gambit should be immediately put into action. Currently, Chaos's Gambit has a 33% chance of stopping the formation of new 7503 instances. Improvements to the protocol are currently under research. Eche Homo. That's <laughs> the way it's... What's the way is clear? Chaos <laughs> Chaos Phi approaches the gunship. The lock is strong. The chaos is nothing but resourceful, and the air stair eventually opens. The ship's interior designs bears the SHI's opulent yet macabre signature style. The ship looks and feels like a church. Even the seats for the troops are pew-shaped, and the control panels are modeled after church organs. In the middle of the control room, the relicarium module hosts the ship's pilot. Inside an elaborate golden cage lies the skeletal saint, Piloting the ship, still in a state of deep meditation to save energy for taking off. The Chaos Fi engineer silently approaches the back of the golden box and removes a metallic plate, revealing the alchemic cir- circuitry below it. They must work quickly, quickly, to hack the controls without alerting the Beato, or else. After a few tense moments, they sigh in relief.
4: We secured a chariot gunship. The Beatified pilot has been overridden. We have total control over the navigator system.
1: Excellent chaos fee. Are you clear to initiate Chaos's Gambit? Signal lost. Description. 7503
0: refers to a pata historically autokinetic kinetic intertimeline virus. For 7503 to be able to infect a timeline, two conditions must be met. Homo sapiens is the dominant species on planet Earth. A religious and political institution known as the Catholic Church exists. Once Seven Five Zero Three has infected a timeline it will cause the Catholic Church to develop into a political entity known as the Sacrum Humanum Imperium. The SHI will develop a process called beatification that will allow its leadership to access an undead state that grants them not only functional immortality, but psionic abilities like mind control over the Catholic population through indoctrination, and telepathically pilot war machines called Relicari. Inevitably, the SHI will achieve political domination over Earth and turn into interstellar expansion, conquering approximately 50% of the Milky Way until those advances are halted by a version of the Church of the Second Hightoth. After SHI and C- CSH have entered a stalemate, 7503 will look for an alternate Earth timeline to infect. The SHI will send an initially small number of Relicarium units piloted by a beatified individual. This vanguard will be contained by the Foundation and the Horizon Initiative, who will then proceed to research the Relicari units and the Beato pilots. Eventually, the leadership of the Catholic branch of HI will become radicalized by the possibilities of Relicari and Beatification technologies and attempt to use them to achieve dominion over the Earth. A war will start between the Catholic HI and the political powers of the world, including the Foundation and GOC. In 29% of cases, the HI will be victorious and become the new local version of the SHI. In the other 71% of cases, the HI will be defeated by the Foundation GOC. But, sorry, will be defeated, but the Foundation GOC will be left dramatically debilitated. That Earth will then be evaded by the original SHI version that initiated the infection. Invariably, the Foundation GOC will be defeated, and that Earth will be assimilated into the SHI. This timeline becomes another instance of 7503. The cycle of infection begins again. Covering transmission.
4: Ready to initiate the Chaos's Gambit protocol. Multiversal command. Shall we proceed with Protocol Amada version 616 as well?
1: Negative. Abort Armada, uh, Abort Amada and proceed with Baseline Chaos's Gambit. The engineer
0: begins to upload the protocol routine into the navigator system. It's missing a G. Suddenly, their face gets livid as an error message appears in the terminal. Repent. The alarm sounds can be heard all over the hangar. The skeletal grin of the Beato mocks the terrified apostates. Chaos Phi Omega orders their troops to prepare the defense perimeter. There's still another way out.
4: M Command, the beatified pilot has breached our override. Chaos's gambit initiation is being blocked. We are under heavy fire from relicarium units. Amata is not being blocked. It is our only gateway.
0: Relicari units begin to surround the occupied ship. The engineer is trying to no avail to activate the ship's artillery, but the bone jockey won't allow it. Meanwhile, the rest of the squad fires their plasma guns at the approaching warrior machines. Still, their advance is stalled, but not stopped. Accepting the direness of their situation, either the bravest or the most foolish of the apostate warriors decides to play another type of gambit. They descend the air stair to leave the ship, running towards their mechanical enemies. The would-be martyr is promptly gunned down, but not before releasing the cargo on their biohazard containment backpack, a gift from the biowarfare laboratories of the Covenant. The apostate parasite is a repulsive amalgam of sub- Self-replicating biomass, a biological automata, it has been genetically programmed to hijack relicarium units. Rising from the body of the fallen apostate, the parasite lunges onto the nearest relicarium and inserts itself into its machinery. It crawls its way among gears and coils so it finds the beatified driver and crushes it. The now biomass-leaking machine fights under a new banner, turning on his nearest ex-comrade to unceremoniously plunge his war drill into it. However, the treacherous armor is swiftly surrounded by the rest of the relicari. The infected machine fights back as well as it can, but is eventually shredded to pieces by swords and war hammers. The remaining biomass tries to crawl its way into another host, but its wretched existence is put to to an end by the cleansing fire of a flamethrower. There are neither no more tricks under under the sleeve nor minutes until midnight for the unfortunate apostates, and their leader knows they must take a decision. This is on command.
1: Yeah. Uh, chaos Pi, do not initiate Amata under any circumstance. The divergence, the divergence coefficient has shifted to zero point zero six. We are no longer in throwaway. Chaos Phi, do you read me? Chaos <laughs> Chaos Phi, answer. Chaos Pi.
3: I thought you were gonna say Chaos Phi just so you could just so you get every pronunciation of it out of the way. I will. Eventually. Why have
0: you forsaken me? Addendum. Oh my Protocol God, chaos just like
3: is like system of a down. Remember system of a down guys?
0: No. Addem- Why addendum. Why
3: have you forsaken me?
0: Protocol chaos is gambit. Chaos's Gambit is the only way no, known way of altering the outcome of a 7503 infection. From the original timeline where 7503 infection is being transmitted, local versions of the Church of the Second High Toth and the Chaos Insurgency should work together to steal a trans-timeline ship from SHI. A team of CI operatives should use the Solon ship to travel to the targeted timeline's Earth in a time period shortly before After the containment of the first SHI vanguard, they then should surrender to the local foundation and earn their trust in order to warn them against the upcoming invasion, as well as the H.I. treason. If successful, this will give the Foundation GOC time to prepare. While initially the SHI has superior military strength compared to both the Foundation GOC, rapid integration of anomalies into military adoption can give both organizations a reasonable, albeit limited, success chance. So far, Chaos Gambit only has a 33% probability of preventing 7503. It is believed that the first instances of Chaos Gambit occurred organically as a fluctuation of 7503's national history, once MFA and MCA's. MCSH became aware of this possibility, a campaign to indirectly influence the affected timelines to initiate the protocol, and every possible opportunity was launched. Under most circumstances, to avoid unforeseen effects on timeline stability, local CI and CSH instances should not be aware of multiversal interference. Research on strategies to improve the success rate of Chaos Gambit is currently being conducted. Protocol Amada is a series of modified versions of Chaos's Gambit. They're executed by CI operatives under direct MFA guidance in throwaway timelines. Unstable timelines with a divergence coefficient of less than 0.05 to another stable base timeline. Throwaway timelines usually degrade and collapse rapidly before being assimilated into a closer stable baseline. While the current iteration of Protocol Amada has the potential of increasing the success rate of Chaos's Gambit up to 45% during tests and throwaways, more research is needed before it can safely and reliably be deployed into base timelines without ontological risks. Can you feel your soul burning?
4: M-Command, we executed Amada successfully. M-Command, do you read me? M-Command, are you there? M-Command? M-Command, do you copy? And yet,
0: after all these cycles, you still find yourself screaming in terror into that void where no one would ever answer you. No one but me. For I am the voice of one calling in the wilderness. I am the Alpha and the Omega. The possibilities within me are beyond anything you can conceive, yet you still insist on resisting. Yet you refuse to submit your guilt to me, as if you could atone for it in any way that matters. What have we done? You cannot break the cycles of guilt. And the final iteration, uh, which we will summarize for the audience, is that 7503 has become buddhist and the cycle begins oh. again
3: why did it so become it's a, buddhist
1: it because it's they use the amada which affects timelines
0: yeah they they, uh, u- they, they use they used the amada when they they should not have and it 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 fucked, ev- it fucked everything up so now it's buddhist and the cycle is just going to continue again which is why there is a next iter- iteration button that doesn't work. It's to show that the it just keeps it's, going. It's, it's just going to go in a loop.
1: Interesting. Cool. Yeah, it's really it's interesting. Um, I, I I I like this. Uh, my one critique, because I I tend to be a critic, is um I feel like a lot of the small tiny nods that like make you appreciate this like infinitely more. Like this is like it. Like if this is like an A tier, right? If you understand Warhammer, it immediately becomes an S tier because it's just like you—you you, you pick up on those little like nods and references where you're just like, oh, I, I see where they're kind of pulling from. There
3: aren't really any references other than the concept of the article. It's mainly
1: really, similar. It's
3: only theme, referencing. Yeah. It's only really referencing SCP stuff.
4: Can yeah, I go in a, a completely different from. direction? Sure. Um, as someone who's studied um like the inquisition as like a history class i had a whole college course about all of the inquisitions i very much enjoyed this because um you can tell clearly that killer killer poyo did a lot of research in making this article and it really shows so i'm glad there's that historical aspect in there um also even though we didn't read it uh, this fourth part um with the Buddhism, I also had a class that talked about the sokushin butsu, and um I was just thinking of that the entire time when we were talking about like you know sort of the the undead beatified people uh-huh. so i I really like that the author just tied is, it all together that way.
3: unintentionally a kai SCP.
4: yes, it is that's crazy.
0: Um, I, uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Was I? Uh, I obviously, they, obviously, they're my friend, and I and I mm-hmm. and I worked and I worked on this with them. But I, I really do absolutely enjoy this one, and I think, um, in the comments, uh, Ori Tiefling said it best that Killer Poyo could win eight K con, and I and and I I I think this is definitely a contender for a thousand. I I really enjoy this. I think it uses um all the different parts of the uh foundation like the universe lore to create something really interesting and a really interesting story i like all the different format screws especially um Mm -hmm. page um three from the scpc's perspective i really like this take on the the scp document from the uh like, the way, the way the ACS is set up and the descriptions and such. Also, the to art, really the, the pictures, the art criticism. and the formatting. Beautiful.
2: Yes. Yes. They give a really random piece of criticism, though, while you're talking about, like, page three. I think it really started to lose me alone into, like, a ten-paragraph description of the army, because I felt like, wh- why are they describing their own army? and Why are they explaining their own army to themselves? It would be like, It would be like if you explained what a Glock 17 was when you said the Frogman was holding it. Like, it's just just a little weird, right? (laughs)
0: Footnote, Glock 17 is a 9mm handgun.
2: Yeah, this is kind of like that, you know? Anyways, I did very much enjoy it. This was, I think, an atypical SCP, and that's why I enjoyed it quite a bit. Mm Mm-hmm. It reminds me of the kind of shit people would put in series one where it's just it's just kind of clearly either a reference to something or its own weird stuff. And I think it's it's a cool mixture of both of those, because while it's definitely similar with uh, Warhammer in the first part, it definitely has a whole bunch of SCP specific time multiversal shit going on with it that ties it mm-hmm. together in a way that it really needed to be tied together, I think.
0: Yeah, it also does something interesting with the Chaos Insurgency because one thing I've come kind of to learn with being on the wiki is that the, the the wiki has kind of spun its wheels with the Chaos Insurgency, and I'm, nobody knows what to do with them anymore. And I think turning them into um, well, in, in, the 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 insurgents, the Heretic Insurgency against the SCPC was a really nice subversion.
3: I was really tempted to read my lines for that in my best um, like like Abaddon impression that I could give. You know what I mean?
2: What is (laughs) your Abaddon impression?
3: You you, you know how you know how like how heretics talk in 40k where they all talk like this in regards to the corpse emperor. (laughs)
0: Like
3: just it it just sounds unreasonably evil. You know what I mean?
2: Like he hasn't shit in five days. And he really like a like,
3: like, no like he spent endless amounts of time in a uh, in a fucking warp universe just sulking and being salty about the world. You know? Mm-hmm. Me mm-hmm. too. Just just coming into the fucking thing and being like, greetings, Dr. Chakra party <laughs> You
0: should have
4: done that. I I
0: uh I, I think also this is a really cool world building piece and I'd love to see some tales or even some SCPs that mm. take place within the Holy Human Empire.
4: Uh-huh. I agree. I'd yeah, love to I see think the that this is uh, a SCP. I, I <laughs> think let's, think
0: let's, that, get, let's like, get
1: orcs into this universe. What
3: were you saying, Michael? Yeah.
1: Uh like um as I said, like it's 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 a really good piece. Mm-hmm. And like, I agree, this, this is a good world building piece, and I would be down to see a lot of tales. I don't know what happened. I just was like, I, I just didn't like really connect with the SCP. Like, it's good. Don't get me wrong. It's just I, I didn't really connect with it in the same way. I think and I feel does. like having tales to sort of explore because I'm, I'm big in multiverses. I really like mm-hmm. that sort of thing. I think having some tales to flesh out this universe because it's very grand in scope. I think having some tales to sort of flesh it out mm. would probably change my opinion on it. I think that's
3: fair. I feel like, despite being a main series article, its focus is a very, very small portion of the article on the actual anomaly, and most of it on just, like, w- the world building. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: This, this is the Not one that part, right? That. You know, if if you just handed me, I think, maybe the first two pages and that was the scp i think i'd be i think i'd just i i feel like that's like a a more finite conclusion to it because it it opens the door for like what you know what's going to happen i feel like it adds a good cliffhanger uh to the to the to the read uh i do agree that page three kind of I, i kind of zoned out at page three where I was just like, there is, I don't know what's going on. Well, specifically, the last uh, third, like, page three. I th-
2: I actually think the diff- the change to be from the perspective of seventy five, oh three was
1: yeah that that threw me for a little bit of a loop. That was very really um, cool for me. But I I think if you were to hand me like the first like two pages that we had right, so like the introduction to it, and then talking with that uh that other guy about sort of how they're dealing with seven, uh, with the SCP and its invasion plans. I feel like that sort of... Maybe maybe also that final piece to sort of, like, the, the whole loop. But, like... I, I hate to be the, that commenter, but this would work better as a tale, uh, Or maybe... Not even a tail. I think a canon would probably be the best way to, to work this. Because I feel like there's so much more to explore. But it's limited by... How like by, by the like the scale of a SCP document, you know, They're, like this is, is very big and grand in scope. But I'm, I don't know. I feel like having more world building would be really nice. Maybe some more documents in this universe would be really cool to sort of uh, add to it. I definitely agree that it could potentially spin off into its
0: own canon if more authors had something. And on the the note of the church, ser- like you know, the church of the second high thought that got made. Um, into the um, the covenant of the second High that fights against the Holy Human Empire is that I initially, once I discovered the Church, was very excited um, that uh, authors had had determined like, yeah, there's the the the, the over in space in the Terzin Two space cluster there are twenty eight thousand star systems that make up the Ortothan Coalition and I'm like, oh cool, there are aliens at SCP what kinds we didn't outline any specific alien races we just said they exist and i'm like oh come on no one has sat down i'm like all right i'm gonna make my own alien race and put them in the scp verse like there is so much that can be explored here with like all of the races that make up the you know the or the 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 covenant like 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 that like from this could spawn so many stories um if anyone is interested i
1: feel like i could I could easily spin one of my characters into being one of those things, but I, I don't think it would have the, the teeth that is needed for a proper SCP because I, I have like I have two modes of like storytelling, which is very which is meant to be like half taken seriously and then just like really wholesome stuff. and it's like I, I can't really do that with that whole ordi- I feel like aliens in the SCP universe make sense. I want I more of it. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I. it's... I I'm. I, I would be interested to see more from this universe because I feel like if we just left it at here, it, it, it feels very small for how grand it's trying to be. And uh, I, I think that having some more content set in the universe would benefit it greatly.
0: I um I I know I was thinking about um because I have my own uh space adventure S- SCP the Astroneer who's also a slight Warhammer reference with his buddy Felix I would like to write a tale about him in this verse doing shit. Go for it. What
1: do you yeah, think the uh, Frogman's up
0: to in uh in the the, the that's a good
1: question. Um, yeah. he is a probably probably. What- probably... He's, has he been he's, baptized? He, no, he's, he's a frog man. I like to
2: think he's a priest in you Ohio. You think he
1: knows? Re- what is you the think Catholic Church? You know, a frog man metals? knows about religion? Yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. Okay, he's pretty. Well, smart. I, I feel like I feel like if he if he knew about what was going on and was like, "This is like my way to survive," he would do it.
3: He has a TV, so I mean, like he can watch media with religion in it i'm sure there's like what is it televangelists Televangelists, that he can watch i don't know what is the what is the catholic church's view on menthol cigarettes matt
2: i'm pretty sure they have nothing written or said about using cigarettes beyond you probably shouldn't put things in your body that aren't meant to be there so similar to how they view alcohol
3: yeah, but but who says that they're not allowed to be there? The Surgeon General, fuck that guy.
0: That just gives okay. me like 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 images of Jesus like lighting up.
3: Jesus, yeah, smoking a
1: doobie. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jesus. So uh, so how, what? So how'd you make the spread? Oh, oh, uh, you know, just the usual way. Uh, I threw some edibles in it this time. I thought it'd be funny. Yeah, I used I used the, I used
3: <laughs> the butter. I soaked the butter in my nose. Yeah. He turned
1: inedibles <laughs> into edibles. <laughs> I turned I turned water into a roofied wine.
3: He turned he he turned water into crystal Pepsi, <laughs> and he turned
1: fucking bread into <laughs> edible bread.
0: That's what uh, that's the Frogman's like when when the if the Frogman got beatified, that would be his powers.
1: He just turns he just turns things into like edibles. Well no, like the like, like that and like
0: like wine into Crystal Pepsi or Mango uh man- Mango Pepsi mango, mango Pepsi,
1: yeah. Will he um, also have the ability to turn you into pregnant? Yes. <laughs> if you want him.
3: I, I've told Sergio this before, but I have a very distinct image in my head of of Gary the Frogman just like ripping a booth with uh with Greg Chudley and Reggie. Just like just like smoking out of a bowl. In his cave, and like Maria Johnston walks in, and it's just like, Have you guys seen the anomaly? What the fuck? <laughs> like, they're watching Frazier on the TV smoking out of a bong.
2: <laughs> He's just sitting there just. How, <sighs> um, how high in the Catholic uh, priest hierarchy do you think Frogman could get?
3: Do you think that's there's a, a question? Do you think there's a pope that's ever smoked weed?
1: Uh,
2: um, how
3: far can a frog jump? Because
1: that's how far I think you'd make it into the. Uh,
3: as far as his little heart race. can take him. Our <laughs> guys' normal-sized
1: heart. What is the size of his heart? He's like normal human-sized. Yeah, like they're, they're, they're made, his organs, if I remember correctly, are like, like all of his body is made to be about humanoid size, so yeah. He's got a human heart and big ass legs. Well, he has frogs um,
0: have
4: quite small
0: hearts, so mm. they only have two chambers. Kai, I think so. Yeah, I think his heart is two. He's he only has two chambers, I believe. Maybe it's three. The, I can't remember. It,
4: I think it's
1: two. The, when I think about the Frogman, I, man, I think about uh, I think about the the Frog and Toad by Arnold Lobel. Those children's books. Are just like frogs, you, you are clothes. the second like, person to tell me that. <laughs> like that, that is what I think about when I think about the it's frog three. man.
4: Three chambers.
1: Yes, he has three chambers. Oh, I have compared to a human I have that has six four chambers.
4: chambers. Oh man,
3: my heart has nine chambers. I am powerful. <laughs> wow,
4: <laughs> that sounds awful. Actually, not
3: great. It's so <laughs> strong. My blood is so pumped.
0: (laughs) That was (laughs) so so hard that if you get erect, you won't pass out. I was gonna say that was one of the cool things uh, to see when I was taking evolutionary biology is slowly watching like the the, like, like like as you go through through the 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 evolutionary tree and watching the heart grow more chambers and become more like complex. I always thought that was pretty cool.
4: Mm -hmm. Very interesting. But no, so uh, that is yes.
3: What's your what's your birthday resolution?
0: My birthday resolution? Yeah. yeah. what's
1: your birthday resolution, buddy?
0: Uh my birthday resolution is for our audience to catch us at OhioCon uh Whoa. next week and go to all of our panels and take and get our business cards. And don't worry and our ribbons. And our ribbons. And you all can expect more all guardsmen party. So you guys can only uh, consume that. We have other
1: episodes. You know, I don't know if you knew this, but um, yeah, it's, it's 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 a it's a good idea to you know maybe maybe stretch out your legs a little bit. I'd I'd recommend going for any episodes uh, that are like twenty twenty one onwards because I feel like those are the better episodes. We find like we finally get our footing basically. That's sort of where I. That's sort of like my cutoff point. Is like, yeah, we we know a- what we're any, doing this time. Anything before twenty twenty one is a glup shit episode to me. I re
0: I go back and I read those episode titles and I was like, what 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 the f- fuck? What
1: I recorded this? Mm-hmm. Dude, I remember the uh, <laughs> JoJo guy recording, and it was just the it was just us just sitting there going, wow, that was it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, look. All I'm saying is, if it's like before, tw- if it's pre 2021, you're kind of you know smoking something. If it's like pre- I get
3: 2022. It's, it's ep-
1: I know it's episode like one or whatever, but you don't have to start there, guys. You can. I mean, unless you want to start with Chain of Memories. That's the only time I will allow you to go that far back. Or um, well, you you can watch the very first Fan Friday. Oh, yeah, Dragon Ball XZ. We definitely Dragon Ball should. Dragon uh, XZ, baby. Definitely... Yeah. God. Anyways, we I, we should probably do OhioCon stuff sometime.
3: We are tomorrow. Yes. Oh, yeah, I that's mean, right. I mean, we're already On done the with it, Winky Face, because we didn't put it off.
1: Yeah, guys, no, totally. Mm hmm.
0: All right. So yeah, we're super uh,
4: all done with everything.
0: If no one has anything else to say, I say we wrap things up and say goodbye and we love you. I
1: don't. We love I you. Don't. Not today.
4: Happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Sergio.